watching your one piece. We are! Hello, everyone. Welcome back to We Are Watching One Piece. We finally watched One Piece after a couple weeks. It's been it's been a long time. Uh, their Christmas present to us was a week off. taking a couple weeks off so that they could uh, go way harder animating both an opening and an episode than they needed to. <laughs> harder than ever before, one might <laughs> Yeah. Ask. For, it's genuinely for opening, hard to say for the opening absolutely and then this is yeah. it, the the regular episode itself looked way better than the the episode establishing an arc should look yeah no they're like we're getting in on the ground floor this is what this arc looks like <laughs> style change everything looks very nice are they going to keep doing this? I don't know. I'm scared. <laughs> this is the maybe like the last opening I was like oh yeah this is fun and cute this one, I'm like, is it recency biased to say this is one of their best they've ever done? Like, I've seen it once, but, like, <laughs> it really does kick ass, like, on unbelievable levels. And we're going to talk about it for, like, half this episode, probably. Because it's, it's filled with spoilers, and I'm curious what you caught and what you didn't. Uh, well, the big one, uh, Luffy fought a big jaguar leopard guy, so that means I know he fights Luchi at some point, I assume. It could be another <laughs> leopard guy. You don't know that. <laughs> and then the, the other one was, I've seen, like, stray images of this person, but just a small child that looks just like Uda for some reason. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> they're they're a ti they're a tiny tiny little person, and I'm sure I'm going to love them. Oh yes, that's. I mean, <laughs> there's a lot of characters that I think you're gonna love. I'm just gonna pull it up on mute now. On my, <laughs> that's a good idea on my plex. Um, but yeah, no, the style very nice. The it's the song, incredible. <laughs> the song's good too. I don't know the guy's name, but <laughs> did over the top and uh we are and stuff i i recognize his oh, voice yeah. now <laughs> the guy who's always establishing new big change points yeah a lot of stuff for the new outfits though which is great i'm sure you like the outfits oh yeah the like go i wonder if it was like coincidental or if oda like halfway through wano knew he was going to go from like feudal japan to futuristic world back to back because that's a really fun shift too i i mean it's really depends i feel like he must have hit a point where he's like i can't add anything else because like everything since wano has felt like oh this must have been set up for a while yeah and a lot of stuff in egghead feels that way too but and we'll get there there's a giant robot there's just like a, a bunch of cute scenes. There, there is the character select screen of like a bunch of new characters. <laughs> yeah, and a funky old man with an apple head. And if you like, I mean, if you're going like pause by pause, you'll see more and more stuff peppered through, which I don't think you'd ever do anyway. I, 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 I also pulled it up. I love the, uh, the like match cut of Law Kid and Kobe all like fucked up. That's oh yeah, so when they're all when they're all like fucked up at the end yeah oh sabo law and kobe oh yeah that's <laughs> yeah and then also vv's in there for like a second there's a split second of vv yeah no kuma's <laughs> in here kazaru bonnie which probably isn't surprising now that you've seen the episode uh more of the seraphim i, I really love the sequence where you see like every outfit luffy's ever worn including yeah, the afro that's really good <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it goes through like everybody's outfit and then the panty shot. And then, yeah, that's where uh, fucking Jet Jaguar shows up. <laughs> oh, there's little kid Jimbei in, in a shot here. Whoa, with old man Luffy. 
<laughs> cool. I mean, you can probably guess how that happens <laughs> now that you've watched through the end of this episode. <laughs> no, weirdly, the Vivi thing is like maybe the scariest. <laughs> um, there's also some very pretty eye catches and uh, a new ending, which um, no, I love the stuff where it flashes between like the law and kid. Like, I'm like, I thought we were done with them. <laughs> what are we doing with those guys? <laughs> there's also a split second of Wapple in this opening, which is funny. <laughs> the true final boss. Yeah. It's particularly fun to like just randomly pause the outfit scene and like because it's like you get to the point where you're mixing and matching different people like Zoro's wearing the Wano stuff, but like Luffy and Nami are looking like in their whole cake stuff in midair. They're switching to egghead stuff. But yeah, lots of gear five stuff mixed in there, too. Yeah, if you pause, you can see uh, various fights that are just like <laughs> maybe oh, a year away <laughs> for a split second. Really, the one that's just the, the most scary is uh, h- how much stronger has Lucci gotten? H- how much how much more of a bad guy is he going to be? How much does he love the government now? Like, how uh, much more is he like, I'm fucking jacked on the government? Could he get more jacked on the government? <laughs> oh, actually, hold on. Let me I'm trying to like go by this. I want to know. I don't think it actually does show who kid is fighting, which is very funny that that's the one that they're like, no, we can't. <laughs> I can't believe it. It's he's fighting Whitebeard. I mean, if you know what you're looking for, you can tell who this is opposite <laughs> kid. But like Laws is super obvious and the other ones are obvious too. Anyways, yeah, opening's great. Song rules as well. There's also a really great shot of like books falling that I like because I know what it is. It's a fun little visual thing. But anyways, we can talk about the real episode, which is also very good. It starts exactly where we left off, which is to say, Anel's on the moon. <laughs> That'd be pretty sick if that was true, but no. Uh, before that, it left off with Luffy saying his dream, and everyone's like, that's funny. And then what goes, I mean, what even goes on? Then we basically just go to, like, more of the Sabo stuff for the first half of the episode. Yeah. Nothing scary happens in there, right? Uh, Except the two scary... One, one which is an implication of, like, okay, fucking whatever, sure, I guess. And th- followed by the scariest thing in existence. That's, that's ever happened on screen in One Piece. Canon or not canon. Bar none, probably. Uh, but anyways, yeah, so I guess we'll, we'll get to it at, at right before the eye catch, um, which is so cute and nice and happy. But last time we were talking about the anime, Saba was calling the Revolutionary Army to give him an up to give them an update of where he was and what he was doing. The Marines at the Navy headquarters were intercepting and trying to trace the call. I don't even know if it was obvious they were trying to trace it, but it is now. Uh, unfortunately, they succeed. Morgan's big news. Morgan's gives a bit of a recap of everything that's been going on. Cobra's death is is the one that matters the most for this episode. Maybe the Revolutionary Army declaring war on the Celestial Dragons. Uh, but the elders are also listening to this traced call and they're like okay we tracked where sabo is he's he's in lelucia he's having a he's having a very clear distress call because he's not even bothering to uh use any sort of blocker to stop us from listening so uh it's probably gonna be a short call as well yeah so they don't have a lot of time but they get it unfortunately uh lelucia we were just talking about recently i think because when we're talking about cover stories probably because it was first appearing in the ace cover story with the milkmaid girl. Sabo goes there. Was Sabo there? He's there now. Um, we saw the other revolutionary army people there. Bella Betty stages a revolt, which we succeed. We or we see its success in this yeah. episode. The people rise up and throw their king and princess or whoever in jail 
And they're like, we just need admit that you did something wrong and we're a bad king. And they're like, no, you don't even deserve to like look at me. <laughs> also, they reference the narrator references an eight nation revolt. So I guess this happened to other places that Bello Betty went to, probably. That would make sense. Not unlike the Seven Nation Army, I presume, but the Eight Nation Revolution. That's fun. And then also we see that the scariest person in the world, Im, Imu, is also probably listening in on this call. Uh, and they're like, oh, it's a shame that Sabo has this fate, I guess, so the elders. And I'm like, what are they fucking talking about? <laughs> so he does tell the... Re- he he's specifically calls out Dragon in the call, and he's like, I didn't kill Cobra. Everyone's And everyone except for Dragon's like, oh, of course, we knew you wouldn't. And Dragon's like, he had it in him. He could have done it. I believe he would have done it. <laughs> He's like, I don't doubt for a second. Uh, but Dragon looks bad. He does directly say he didn't kill Cobra, but he does say that he saw something that wasn't possible. And a lot of things start happening for, in, in the episode here. It Basically, it's clear to say that like none of what he's about to say is heard by the Revolutionary Army because they're like, cut off the call, and then they do all these other things. Uh, so they cut off the call. But he says that when he was there, he saw like there's an I guess they all know about the empty throne or something that like should be empty. There's no actual king of the world. But he's like, I saw someone there. (gasps) (laughs) Scary. There was was a guy with a weird shaped head there. Also, maybe a woman. We just don't know. (laughs) One piece fucking phrenology or whatever. (laughs) There, There was there's not supposed to be a singular leader, but there is. Fuck shit, no! And they got a weird looking head and weird eyes that kind of look like Mihawks and the elephants. The the elephant in the rooms. It's uh it's Shanks. That that's how that's why he showed up because that's how he with a dumb hat. Yeah, it's how he can he was able to talk with the dragons about Mm -hmm. Luffy and stuff. He's like, hey, (laughs) I'm the actual ruler of the world. I just want to be a pirate for fun. I feel like he would have more of the career arc of Mihawk if that were true. Because <laughs> Mihawk truly just doesn't give a shit about anything ever. Whereas Shanks, you know, I don't even know that he would have territory. If, if It's like, everything's my territory. What are you talking about? Uh, I know there were some people who were speculating if Shanks had a clone at one point. Because in that scene, you don't see his scar when he goes to talk to the elders. And they're like, I doubt it's that deep. I think, I think he... <laughs> I think Shanks has enough going on that we don't have to speculate if he has clones. Anyways, especially now that we have actual real clones in One Piece. There's one person in charge. Um, While he's talking about this, a giant cloud starts to gather over Lelucia. Random townspeople are like, there's something up there. Like, they notice an object in the clouds. It's fucking the plot of Nope, basically. And we we also don't see what's up there ever, us the viewer. People have guesses. I'm sure you have some of the same guesses that I've seen. Um, but there's a bunch of scary visuals uh, that start between this and Eam. Yeah, so Sabo is like, yeah, there's somebody up there in the throne. And then whatever is in these clouds above Lelucia just like starts raining fucking laser beams. Yeah. And the the sequence is really well done in animation, but also the way that the lines are delivered because the guy's like, hey, you never intercept the, the elders like cut the call. You never intercepted it. And Lelucia never existed as they like cross it off of a map and you see it completely obliterated by laser beams out of the sky (laughs) and left with like a whirlpool where it used to be. So that's cool. Anyways, there's a very cute eye catch after that of everybody being cute little guys in their new future age outfits. So how do you feel? 
you know, if the if the world government can just erase an island from existence like this, which we kind of <laughs> did, did we know that they could make things? We knew that the blank century they removed stuff from history. We've never seen anything contemporary like that. With with like the blank century, the implication was always like, yeah, they just kind of like. Uh, there's a gap in the history books. We don't know about it. Uh, never once would I have thought, yeah, they just like erased like physically from existence too. <laughs> I'm very curious to see how this actually is enacted in like, like how do you just like convince everybody that it never existed? Surely people have heard of it. Maybe they had, Luffy's probably never heard of it, but like certainly some people have. Well, how is Morgan's going to report on like, there used to be a place there, and now everyone's trying to gaslight me into thinking it's not real. <laughs> yeah, it's wild. We'll see. I guess we'll have to just wait and see. Um, do you have any speculation about what it's? I mean, I'm trying to remember if the manga specified that it was an object in the sky because I think people were wondering if it was like a power emu had. But they do the the anime goes straight to like there's an object up there. What do you, what do you, do you have any idea what Oops. it could be? With whatever this is, I don't see why they need the blueprints for Pluton. Because <laughs> <laughs> they didn't want to make another one. They're like, and we this, have to have the only one. And, and they don't. It's in Wano. And this is presumably uh, newer because it shot like fucking laser beams down. I, I don't. Laser beams might have a long history for all we know. <laughs> That's true. We don't know what the science is like. Maybe we'll find out here at Egghead, the future town. Because, I mean, how old were the lasers that, uh, I mean, Frankie found stuff for it in Karakuri. Oh, yeah, that's true. So I don't know how old those are. Pacifista have them. I don't know how old Pacifista are. I think mm. that that information might be out there. I don't know. Maybe we'll find out soon. <laughs> because everything's scary now. But no, like, <laughs> yeah. so that chapter of, like, Lelucia never existed. Such a crazy cliffhanger that, like immediately after Wano was done in the manga, we're like, okay, we're just never chilling out ever again. I mean, now you get to, now now you're in it. Now you're like truly in the post-Wano era of everything feels like the biggest shit that could happen. <laughs> it sure does. So you, you don't have, do you have any guess of what's up there? Uh, you know. Because <laughs> I feel like there's an obvious one that people have been throwing around. The, the only thing I can think of is if the is if uh Vegapunk made some kind of like fucked up giant weapon that could erase planet erase islands from existence. Like mm -hmm. I don't the uh <laughs> and then it just there's just a giant sinkhole in the ocean afterwards. Fucking Yeah. <laughs> fucked up. So they say it's a sea quake, maybe a tsunami coming. Yeah. I don't know. I get maybe we'll find out at some point. <laughs> I sure hope so. What if, he, what if they just don't? Yeah, this is the one. <laughs> they never come up. Like, Eam doesn't even come up again. <laughs> yeah. Hey, wasn't that crazy? Anyway. Yeah. Anyways, back to Luffy and his uh, cute little adventures. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the second I catch is, like, specifically them changing clothes, which I think is funny. <laughs> you gotta get ready for uh, the new work. Gotta have new mm -hmm. outfits. Yeah, all the outfits, I don't even, I mean, I don't think combing for information when you're watching these things but all the Kote SSG which I don't remember if we have seen before huh interesting um I think there's a chance we've seen it before but I just don't remember <laughs> uh and I don't think it would be something that I mean clearly I didn't retain it at the time but I don't I doubt you probably would have either if it was mentioned but anyways after the eye catch which is like a few days later 
we go back to the Straw Hats who are going through a crazy like winter storm and all of them have uh, their cute little winter outfits. But also the style has significantly changed. Like much thinner lines. Zoro still looks buff, but he doesn't look as wide and large as he did, you know, like two weeks ago. Uh, but all these moments are like fun of them, like dealing with the storm being the crew that they are kind of dipshits talking to each other. Zoro and Sanji fight, of course. Z- Sanji specifically, like Zoro is just sitting there, not even like fully wearing a shirt. <laughs> and Sanji's like, why aren't you frozen to death? And he's like, it's just how you look at it. <laughs> if, if you don't worry about being cold, uh, you won't be cold. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you got to do. Jinbei has to dodge icebergs. Nami says that there must be an island near like a winter island that they are like getting into the weather of. And we go inside. Robin's reading a book and Chopper is like, I have this cool new hat. I'm going to go use it to help everybody. <laughs> it's it's one of the big hats that like, I think he says like Otama taught him to make it or maybe made it for him. Yeah, it's like uh, the one they that they made for Oars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the big hat that definitely has a name that I don't know what it is. <laughs> important to the plot because <laughs> when he does go out there he immediately it turns into a sail and he flies the fuck away the littlest guy in the world <laughs> that's the that's the danger um this is a call to uh any highly talented artist chopper wearing those like anti-hawk vests that they put on chihuahuas in like california <laughs> <laughs> with all the like spikes and stuff please it'd be very funny <laughs> that'd be pretty great he he's clearly at danger at all times. He he is. They should, Zoro and Chopper, but it's like a service dog. Do not pet. <laughs> or maybe that's that's maybe even makes more sense to go all the way back to like Kuriha. I feel like because he was just a regular reindeer a lot of the time when he's first introduced. Yeah. Um. They run into a giant fucking ball of water floating above the sea. Yeah. A, a warm eddy. <laughs> is that a, a phrase that you recognized or no? No, but the way they talked about it was like, oh, yes, of course, the thing everyone knows. <laughs> I mean, if you search Warm Eddie, the first thing that comes up is One Piece. <laughs> uh, but I guess it's like a a thing that breaks off of ocean currents with warm water, but they're like, <laughs> why the fuck is it in the sky? That's a good question. I don't know. And then Luffy's like, there's somebody in there. <laughs> and Sanji's like, oh, yes, I can hear a woman in danger. <laughs> so we have to do something about it. And Zoro's like, I'll just cut it. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> so he goes to do that. Um, it, it, you know, it's dragged out to like 30, 45 seconds because it's dramatic that he has to like build up his, his one sword energy. Uh, Brooke also calls it an afro, which I think is fun. <laughs> Close enough. So Zoro does his big uh, slash, and then they cut through, and she, the 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 woman, flies out. Uh, do you immediately recognize who it is? Uh, as soon as I like when when Sanji's like, "Oh, there, there's a woman in there. I know." I'm like, "That that could be just any character." But as soon as I see the pink hair, I'm like, "Yeah, it's Bonnie." Okay. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Notably, <laughs> she, she's young. She she, she, she is. <laughs> Got her to do. Uh, she's she's currently as a younger girl than than Which, uh, her. Isn't that fa- strange? Why doesn't the seawater turn off her power? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. That must that, is that her base form. <laughs> Sanji's gonna be horny, so I maybe you hope not. But she does fly out of the water as a little kid. I don't. I mean, Luffy grabs her. Oh yeah, I should say Luffy Chopper flies away. 
uh, in the wind, like the, the little man who is like, I'm out here to help. Oh, fuck. And he flies off. Luffy reaches to grab him. And re- I love how the animation looks in this sequence, too. Like, they really are, like, knocking it out of the park for, like, insignificant things. <laughs> then Luffy flies away as well, which, yeah, he probably weighs, like, what, five pounds? Yeah. He's made of rubber. <laughs> it's just what happens. Yeah. So he also flies away. And then so when they fly up there into the wind... They grab uh, Bonnie uh, or Luffy. Luffy like reaches out and grabs her. I doubt he recognizes. I doubt anybody recognizes because I feel like someone would have said something like Sanji would have been I, like. I feel, the, the only people I think that would know who Zoro's she is, met her. Zoro has met her. And then Sanji, Sanji would know who she is because uh, he at some point probably saw her wanted poster and got horny. And then likely Robin, because Robin knows things. Robin knows <laughs> things. I guess maybe Jinbei. Maybe. Jinbei also feels like he might know things. But yeah, the only person I can remember Straw Hat wise interacting with them is Zoro. Yeah. I mean, like Luffy's the other person who just wouldn't retain or remember anything. <laughs> but so they grab uh, Tiny Bonnie. And that's the other thing. They're like, oh, a child flew out. Uh, is screaming about how there's a monster. They're like, oh, where did it go? I don't see it. And then she's like, it's below you. And like, you see like everybody on the sunny look down at the same time. Usopp runs away. It doesn't, but then there's like a, the episode ends with a giant uh, fish mouth about to eat the sunny. And then it's like that. And then to be continued. So that's scary. Yeah. This episode's so big that like Bonnie finally showing up clearly a big part of what's about to happen next feels small <laughs> it, it, it's such like a last minute thing too that uh you don't really have time to sit with it it's just oh they rescued a little girl it's bonnie all right they're they're about to get eaten we gotta worry that's about not, that this thing is that's not the cliffhanger <laughs> the cliffhanger is big fish <laughs> yeah, it's a big shark uh, and then there's a new ending after that which is uh nice a big ass fucking shark too ending's nice it's mainly you know luffy's relationship to all the straw hats and like when they joined their big emotional moments so like i want to live sanji also saying i'm crying and i want to come back to the boat i do really like that odo was just like every time you have to do this scene where like you have to draw like the sentimental moment of somebody joining the crew frankie is not wearing pants (laughs) you have to censor his dick so he, yeah. he does have like a shinily like a shiny like crotch in the, the ending so the, you know you go through that for all the straw hats the sunny flies off and then before the next time on we have fucking chibi robin and normal chopper because he's already he's already a funko pop but like also the whitest robin ever drawn in the history of time maybe not as egregious as the usap whiting but Anyways, Chopper and Robin both uh, are now like, hey, we're here to explain things to you. And they talk about Sabo. I guess, like, in case you don't remember or don't, like, are are jumping on more recently. The only reason I really care to bring this up, because obviously we know, we know from Sabo. Is this going to keep happening? (laughs) I'm wondering if this is going to be like a regular thing that sort of mirrors how SBS works. Because SBS will do, like, character stats sometimes. Mm. And I don't know how much they exist to remind you of people, but, like, considering they open up with, like, this is Sabo, this is his birthday and his favorite food, and then they tell you, like, everything you might want, need to remember about him and his relationship to people, 
Yeah, the the way the thing I got from it was like it's a hey, you might need a refresher on who this guy is or maybe they're or seeing Sabo. something maybe they're seeing something something else of like uh cuz like some posted that they're skipping to Egghead on Netflix. Yeah, Netflix is apparently going to start having Egghead consider but they don't have like post time skip stuff yet. So like who the fuck is jumping? <laughs> so so it's like Maybe, maybe it's a just they they know that people like off of the success of the Netflix show, off of like the success of Film Red, off of the Macy's Day Parade. Yeah, off- a lot of people are jumping onto <laughs> One Piece after they saw the big balloon. Yeah. They're they're just like, well, there's gonna be a bu- there's gonna be people who don't want to watch everything to catch up. So let's just um, let's <laughs> let's yeah. Fuck it. People are not jumping in after after you have over a thousand episodes and it's the most popular thing in the world. You do have to maybe lean in a little bit to be like, all right. So, look, we know that not all of you are watching literally everything. Uh, there's a there's a thing on Twitter about like all of the straw hat devil fruits in numbers. There, there's like one through ten uh, because like Lu- Luffy has five and six. Chopper has one in ten in Hito. Uh, Robin, mm. the Hannah fruit, is eight and seven, and Brooks Yomi Yomi is four and three. Oh, but there's no, but there's no two and nine. Interesting. And uh, his response: This is an SBS question, and someone responds, "That surprised me." Uh, no comment. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't know who's who's a. Uh, but the the reason that's interesting is because that same person points out that uh two and nine would be Niku Niku, which is uh Kuma's fruit. So that's weird. <laughs> hmm. So I don't know. Hmm. Could it actually be just a coincidence? Is there another way you can write two and nine? I don't know. I barely know enough about uh the language I just took four classes of. <laughs> so much to think about. Mm-hmm. Twitter is just fucking insane because of how much, to be fair, like, I, the algorithm on the We Are account is the only good way to use uh, Twitter as far as I'm concerned. Because I just <laughs> see One Piece shit. And on a day like today, it's just everything you can, see, like, every single frame of the new opening or the new episode. And I'm like, yeah, no, this is what this website should be for. Or fucking Katakuri in short shorts with boobs. That's good. That's fine. That, that's 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 what that's what we need. Mm-hmm. I don't think. Unless, do you have anything else you need to chip in on? Do you have any? I mean, I'll get your predictions as always at the end of every episode. You're always correct predictions. I guess yeah. you can you, save save any of those egghead thoughts for for later. The egghead's actually Jory. The, he's the main character of the. Next <laughs> that's true. But it's you know we're uh, we're going into uh, truly terrifying territory. Mm-hmm. It's uh terrifiatory territory they they weren't kidding when uh this <laughs> is like yep chains off we're going we're here yeah you, you have nothing to lose but your chains is what uh <laughs> the editor told oda when he was like wrap it up <laughs> <laughs> no it really just never fucking stops like to the extent where like we were talking about this previously about the number of chapters being adapted i think this must be more than a chapter because I remember Lelucia not existing being a cliffhanger in a chapter. Even with doing not as many chapters as most shows, 
this like these these episodes are dense still like if you if you were to do a chapter in half an episode they would all be as dense as like the first half of this episode (laughs) or maybe more because i I don't even like i imagine that chapter started with sabo calling and ended with Lilusia not existing so that started in the last episode uh was was sabo calling haven't actually read these chapters i stopped trying so but anyways yeah no it's there's there's a lot even in doing less chapters so we'll see well i'm excited to see how that uh fares into this new arc the first time we've ever been on the ground floor of an arc on the podcast because we caught up in the middle of wano we caught up right before gear five which now feels a long time ago because (laughs) eleven thousand things have happened since then (laughs) i know uh, and that was what over the summer, I guess. Yeah, that's the other thing too. It's just like the the actual literal amount of time that has passed is <laughs> yeah. the, is is a big part of it. Um, but it's fun. It's exciting. Egghead's cool. There's obviously a lot of stuff from the opening that you can be like, oh shit, this is gonna happen soon, I guess. And the one thing that you called out that you recognized, that's inevitable. <laughs> at least like you're like oh okay i guess it's happening now like that's yeah being quote-unquote spoil spoiled by the opening like it's not something entirely left field <laughs> in the in the grand scheme of things you're like okay that had to happen eventually that's been telegraphed to me uh and then all the other stuff that you just have no basis to recognize from the opening or it lasts one frame uh that's fine you, you just won't catch it so it's fine <laughs> He's, you know, I, I, I also did not know that Egghead was going to be future science land, so that's exciting. I was trying to remember what you guessed about Egghead, because I feel like it would have been something like smart people or something. I don't remember. Because I, I made you guess like a, a <laughs> month ago or something. But no, it is, it is such a stark, maybe the most possible stark shift from Wano after <laughs> how many years we were there. How many years we were there, and then God forbid how many years we would have been there if we were weekly <laughs> yeah so uh we'll see how long we're in egghead but i'm excited i hope you are uh so jory where could people find you on the internet uh you can find me online at twitter.com no i'm jory blue sky jory.zone you can uh there there's just um lots of uh stuff places you can follow me if you just look up no i'm jory on something it's really really just the the jory zone everywhere you go i don't have a whole Mm -hmm. lot going on so there's that but (laughs) so you won't get much you won't see much out of it but but you you can can follow me there in case in case something jory related does come up Mm -hmm. and there's no warning my my dog can walk around the house now so maybe there'll be more of my dog (laughs) I'm so happy for him. <laughs> How about you? Where can we find you online? Uh, basically the same as you, but with Ghost of Joe, Ghost of J O, in any of the places. Um, technically Twitter. Although I, I, I mean, I will have something to share this month. Um, my, my, my film will be accessible to to all by the by the end of January, I believe. I don't know. We're gonna try and get some stuff to get on a physical copy release as well. So that's cool. That's exciting. That's coming up. So that'll be on Twitter. Uh, I'll share it. Blue Sky, Instagram, etc. Whatever social media site, if if you care about it. Um, I'll probably share it in the Discord a total of one time for the sake of it. <laughs> uh, but it's not a thing I'm going to be like regularly plugging in there. Uh, but that's really about about it for for me. 
Uh, for the podcast, you can follow us on Twitter at we are watching OP, where we post uh, jokes or very tiny pictures of Bonnie or uh, whatever else is going on. I don't know. We retweet jokes and fan art and stuff all the time. Yeah. Sometimes when our, our patrons are not even patrons, but like people in our discord or listeners will tag us and stuff they've made. We'll, we'll totally retweet it as well. Uh, but that also, you know transition right into mentioning the discord which there's a link to join that in the twitter bio should also be in the show notes sometimes it is i don't (laughs) i don't i need to set it up to stay there i also need to set up uh, the next thing i'm about to plug to stay there all the time which is say one you join our discord it's fun we talk about the card game and also a bunch of other stuff yeah very nice cool chill space that everyone who's there is like it rules that no one here sucks (laughs) so uh come hang out also, uh, the thing that I need to add to always stay in the show notes, because we now know we're doing this for at least another six months. <laughs> if you want to try out Tokyo Treat or Sakura Co., our lovely uh, sponsors to to our show, get some, some curated snack boxes sent to you yeah. once a month. Uh, you can use the links in the description for either Tokyo Treat or Sakura Co., and you can use code JORYJOE to get $5 off your first box be sure to use our link and use our code because that helps us out if you're going to check it out and yeah appreciate anyone who has because we're still they they want to continue us that's nice (laughs) and if uh another way you can support us even more directly is go to patreon.com uh slash we are watching op for just a dollar a month you get everything we have to offer uh, which is these episodes a little bit early and ad-free when we do our longer ad breaks once a month on the boxes. Uh, you also get a monthly bonus episode. There's a huge backlog if you've never joined. So a ton of stuff there, sometimes videos, sometimes just audio. Um, sometimes both, if if it were doing commentary on something, I just provided for both both ways, especially now, not always, but now. And also, we shout out the names of all of our patrons at the end of these episodes. And Jory, you seem to be convinced it's your turn, and I'm just gonna let you have that. I think I, I think it is my turn. I'm not sure. We took a week off, so it's impossible to know. <laughs> Thank you to A to Z Couple, Adam B, Adam W, Alex, Ollie, Anton, Battle Frankussy sixty nine, Becca, Blue Sunrise, Brittany, Buggy Barrel, Captain Moke, Chad, Chance, Connor, Dame Dollar, Damian, David A, David D, Deus Aqueous. Don't worry, Woven Hat Choppermon is here, so... Oh no, he's flying away! Oh no! <laughs> Eric V, Fig, Forrest, Fooney, Gage, Go-Go, Jory Rangers, Red Jory reporting for duty. <laughs> <laughs> Sentai Jory. I, 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 des- I, I deserve my own toku show. Gordon, Heidi, Jay Harkins, Jacob, Jiminy's Journal, Joe, Josh, Junesong91, Caitlin, Cat, Kyle, Lena, Lucas, Luke, Maddie, Maggie, Magfusera, Mallory, Milo, Morgan, my buddy, Nicholas, Nick, Peter, Phoenix Ryu, Riley, Rise Up, Jory Army, Rodsters, Roger D, Ryan, Ryan W, Scride, Snowy Scales, Space Jockey, Stephen D, Stephen R, Tangle Clappin, that bitch Oppenheimer, <laughs> the Cat Fangs, the Lost Crab Rangoon, Trash Goblin, Trey Van, Take Vertigree, ya boy, and Yeetus the uh, that Pacifistas. Okay. Uh, the thing about 
the Jory Sentai show that would be very good is that they would all <laughs> Voltron into one real Jory. <laughs> yeah. And that's the real Jory. All, all of them collectively. And that's the only way you can get away with there being multiple. It Well, it, it, each person, instead of like being colors or th- like of course they have colors to differentiate the designs but they're they're not like uh animals they, they, and stuff it's it's j-o-r-y and then the uh, exclamation point <laughs> i see i thought you're gonna say they, they uh separate off into your different interests so like one is vinyl one is anime <laughs> one is fighting games <laughs> that, that, that that could work it that's each of their uh uh fighting styles Mm, yes that's it well yeah no because like the one is like with vinyls like axel from kingdom hearts and he's got two <laughs> records on either cool they're like D- dj pads or something um no this is great we need to workshop this and pitch it somewhere if we had patreon goals we'd have an obscene goal that was just like funding a <laughs> sentai show <laughs> but no that's great i support that thank you also to all of our patrons yeah thank you for supporting us as always um Happy New Year. Excited for another year now in Egghead. And I think that's everything to plug. So, Jory, uh, not to make you do two things back to back, which I guess happens every other week on this fucking podcast, but uh, it's time for you to uh, lay out your always correct predictions going into a new arc. You got a, Bonnie just showed up. You got a lot of giant fish. What What's what's going on? Bonnie was uh, thrown into the ocean, and because it's a fucked up ocean... It's caused her devil fruit to to go all all out of whack and crazy. So that's why we saw like old Luffy and young Jimbei because it's uh it's like awakening when she doesn't want it to. So they got to go to Egghead Island in order to get it to work right because that's what she was she was already trying to get there because it's like fucking things up all the time. Like she'd just be trying to go about her day and it mm-hmm. caused everyone like everything around her just rapidly age and de-age she has a crew where the fuck are they <laughs> uh i feel like they never been, see them <laughs> i feel like they've been gone since saba odi <laughs> since uh was it like right after uh either right before or right after 3d2y where we saw her like getting harassed by blackbeard in a very situation and she's just never recovered <laughs> yeah no we see we see her with her crew she watches marineford and cries <laughs> and then we see her tied up by blackbeard and that's and then we see her sneak into reverie i think into the reverie where they recognize her <laughs> yeah as an old as, woman as, a, as an old different old woman character <laughs> so that's and yeah so the crew has not been seen in a long long time <laughs> They're probably all dead. Okay, uh, yeah, rape. <laughs> but uh, she knows at Science Egg ha- Egghead Island they can fix her her power if only if the uh, Strats can help her. Which it, it's going to be a more lighthearted slice of lifey situation there. God, I love that. Half the episode is the scariest <laughs> shit you've ever seen destroying the world, and the other half is just the cutest slice of life. Yeah, <laughs> it's your, it's your, it's your uh, pick, pick you down, and then your pick you up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, while stuff is going, on, scary stuff is going on in the other world, we just get a, the straw has to just get to like chill for a bit. Yeah, they just don't fucking care. Who gives a shit? Um, I do want to end this episode with a tweet that I just uh, retweeted, but um, studies reveal that when a new One Piece chapter drops in Japan, the crime rate's lower. <laughs> so, every, no one can do crimes. We're too busy catching up on One Piece. <laughs> That's really funny. Oh, and with that, uh, everything you just said is true. We'll see 
the scientists try to fix Bonnie so that way she can be however old. Oh, what was she? Probably 16. <laughs> I think that's what it said on there. Yeah, don't check. <laughs> You're not allowed to go to Bonnie's page. But <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get her back to whatever her totally legal age is for Sanji to, to be horny. Uh, thanks to the scientists <laughs> on Egghead Island. And until then... To Boomy! Continue. Continued.